Hey y'all, and welcome back to another Monday message here at Chronicles. I am Amanda, your host, and today is Monday, February 26th, 2024. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, listen, uh, it's been a busy week and I didn't prepare anything for today's message, but but I have this really cool devotional I read every morning along with my own personal Bible study, and I wanted to share it with you. So first, a little fun fact about me. I've always really loved, loved, loved the story of Jesus walking on the water in Mark 6. And today's devotion gave me some personal encouragement for a particular storm I am encountering. So if you too are encountering a storm, I want to share this with you. And I'm hoping that it will encourage you as well. First, let's remind ourselves what it says in Mark. Beginning in, well, it's chapter 6, beginning in verse 45. It says, Immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and head across the lake to Bethsaida while he sent the people home. After telling everyone goodbye, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Late that night, the disciples were in their boat in the middle of the lake, and Jesus was alone on land. He saw that they were in serious trouble, rowing hard and struggling against the wind and waves. At about three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them walking on the water. He intended to go past them, but when they saw him walking on the water, they cried out in terror, thinking he was a ghost. They were all terrified when they saw him. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage. I am here. Then he climbed into the boat and the wind stopped. They were totally amazed for they still didn't understand the significance of the miracle of the loaves. Their hearts were too hard to take it in. Now, keeping all that in mind, here is my devotion for today, February 26th. Your life is not good because it is easy or predictable, but because the I am has invaded your existence by his grace. It is a very instructive vignette in the life of Jesus and his disciples recorded for us in Mark 6, 45-52. Jesus has sent his disciples across the Sea of Galilee to Bethsaida. They have encountered an impossible headwind and angry seas. If you look at the time clues in the larger passage, you can see they have been rowing for about eight hours. They are in a situation that seems impossible, exhausting, frustrating, and potentially dangerous. They are far beyond their strength and ability. As you read the passage, you have to ask yourself why Jesus would ever want his disciples in this kind of difficulty. It's clear that they are not in this mess because they've been disobedient, arrogant, or unwise, but because they have obeyed Jesus. Jesus sees that his disciples are in this exhausting and dangerous situation, and he sets out and begins to walk across the sea. Yes, you read it right. He walks across the sea. Now, the moment he begins to take this walk, you are confronted with two things. The first is the fact that Jesus of Nazareth is the Lord God Almighty, because no other human being could do what he is doing. But there is a second important thing to observe. The minute he begins to take the walk, you know what he has in mind. If all Jesus wants to do is relieve the difficulty, he wouldn't have to take the walk. 
All he would need to do is say a prayer from the shore and the wind would cease. He takes the walk because he is not after the difficulty. He is after the men in the middle of the difficulty. He is working to change everything they think about themselves and about their lives. Standing next to the boat as the wind still blows and the waves still crash, he says, It is I. Do not be afraid. He is actually taking one of the names of God. He is saying the I am is with them. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the one on whom all the covenant promises rest. It is impossible for them to be alone because their existence has been invaded by the grace and glory of the I am. Why did Jesus send his disciples into that storm? He did it for the same reason he sometimes sends you and I into storms. Because he knows that sometimes we need the storm in order to be able to see the glory. For the believer, peace is not to be found in ease of life. Real peace is only ever found in the presence, power, and grace of the Savior, the King, the Lamb, the I Am. That peace is yours even when the storms of life take you beyond your natural ability, wisdom, and strength. You can live with hope and courage in the middle of what once would have produced discouragement and fear because you know you are never alone. The I am inhabits all situations, relationships, and locations by his grace. He is in you. He is with you. He is for you. He is your hope. Wow, so powerful, right? What is your storm today, friends? Is it a job loss, financial instability, relationship, or marriage trouble? Is it a diagnosis? Whatever it may be, have you and I stopped to consider that we are in the storm for our good and for God's glory? We sang a song in church yesterday that has ministered to me so much over the last few days. It's called All Things. And it's based off that scripture in Romans, Romans 8.28. I bet you know it. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Our storms, when we love the Lord and we do our very best to walk in his ways and submit to his will for our lives, those storms are for our good and God's glory. I know why I'm going through this particular storm and I can't wait for it to pass and give God the glory for what he's going to do in it. Do you know why you're going through yours? If you don't, it's okay because Jesus does and I am confident he has our best in mind in everything so we can trust him. If he's allowing a storm, there must be a reason, right? My only advice to you today and to myself is let's not take our eyes off of him. Let's not give in to that fear when the wind and waves rage around us. He's got it all figured out. None of us or our storms are an exception to the rule of that promise in Romans. Believe it and rest on it today, friends. I remembered a song from way back as I was pulling this together today, which fits perfectly into 
today's message and how I want to close before we pray. And this little line says in this song, sometimes he calms the storm, but sometimes he calms his child. So let's pray together. Sometimes it's so hard, Lord, to find reasons to be grateful when nothing is going right in and around our lives. Sometimes it's difficult to believe that you are working behind the scenes where we can't see. Sometimes when we can't see your hand, we forget to trust your heart for us. But Lord, for myself and all of my listening friends who are facing storms that seem impossible and are exhausting and frustrating, Lord, fill us afresh with your peace that passes all understanding. Strip away that fear that so easily overtakes us when everything is falling down around us and renew today our hope in you. Because as the writer of this devotional so eloquent, eloquently put it, our lives are not good because they are easy or predictable, but because you have invaded our existence with your grace. Invade our hearts and minds today, Lord. And if you don't calm the storms we're in, we trust that you'll be with us in them, teaching us and giving us peace. In your holy name we pray this. Amen. Okay, friends, that's all I have today. I hope today's devotional from New Morning Mercies by Paul David Tripp has encouraged you as much as it has encouraged me. So until next time, This has been Amanda at Chronicles. See ya. Thanks for listening, friends. If you've been encouraged by this channel, please leave me a review so that this message and others can reach more people who need the same encouragement. I love y'all, and I'll see you next time.